live from the ESPN 690 and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. The Green Bay Packers. They got a guy similar, mm-hmm. under contract, a little older, in Randall Cobb. But will they entertain Debo Samuels? Pairing him with Aaron Rodgers, you get an explosive weapon out of the backfield. Again, he can run the football, catch it out of the backfield, fly sweeps, do a lot of different things. Are they going to want to kind of tailor the offense to him? Because that's what you're going to have to do if you pick him up. Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, great relationship. Maybe there's something there. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Max Kellerman, every morning, 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. on ESPN 690. We have our show, 3 to 6, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 daily as well. And then we hand off to Action Sports Shacks OT with Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton. And then off to the Jumbo Shrimp tonight and, and most nights. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp back in action against Gwinnett with Ronald Acuna Jr. still in town. As of now, and Thursdays are always a fun night out at the ballpark at the baseball grounds. You know, I heard him say Green Bay Packers, and you probably heard me say the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. And you know what I think of when I hear the Green Bay Packers? Do you think of, like, the old school NFL films, the Frozen Tundra? No, that's funny you say that. Like, you think I would. But I actually think of Jim Valvano's speech at the ESPYs. Okay. Did he he mention the Green Bay Packers? He does. He mentions, like, if you go back and you probably know most of the speech by now, but... Uh, the late Jim Belvana, they always play the speech back. And he was telling this story about, like, what he was coaching. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was, had he studied Vince Lombardi and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Speeches. And so when he went in to talk to his basketball team, he had studied it so much that he, like, the story is he delivered the, whatever the message was. And, and when it was time to say, like, the NC State Wolfpack, he said, and the Green Bay Pack. That's right. <laughs> that is and right. So, it just always, every time I hear somebody say, like, especially the way Keyshawn said, the Green Bay Packers, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I think of Jim Valvano all the time. Pretty wild yeah, how like memorable that. that speech is. Yep. And ESPN does play it quite a bit during that time. Yep. Uh, the Jimmy V Classic and stuff. So uh, pretty wild what what kind of jogs our memory uh, sometimes. Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. I uh, want to jog your memory a little bit about Shady Rays. ShadyRays.com, the place to go uh, for your next set of shades. Fit style performance without the big brand price tag. You know, go to the gas station, you have them for three days and lose them and spend five bucks. Or you go spend hundreds of dollars and you lose them uh, or break them. Well, how about you get a good price range for a product that you probably won't break or lose because you love them so much. And even if you do, they have a lost and broken replacement plan that is like out of this world, insane, crazy. You almost wouldn't believe it. Go to ShadyRays.com to believe it. And you can save some money right now on Shady Rays at ShadyRays.com. If you put in the promo code BRENT, B-R-E-N-T, 50% off two or more pair of Shady Rays. So uh, buy a couple pair, buy one for somebody else, 50% off with the promo code BRENT at ShadyRays.com. Shock your mock season mm. only has about a week left. Mm. It's time to shock your mock. What do we got today? Set it up. Uh, I, I did a good job today of trying to get to shock your mock earlier so Casey won't have to juggle around 15 minutes of commercial break. Yeah, all great. Um, so today, shock your mock is featuring a guy by the name of Trevor is my QB. Oh, so there you go. There we go. Now, uh, I'm going to preface by saying this. Trent Bulky, if you're listening, should probably turn this one off because he still has the shod, cl- uh, shod clown face thing oh. for his Twitter thing. You know, I mean, sorry. Some people still have them. I still it's, get the clown emoji. It's still there. And, and once again, you guys know. Know how the, the, this works. There's a queue, right? 
and we respect the rules of the queue. I go in order, right? Uh, I don't handpick certain people because I like them better because they have a better picture. No, we go by the queue. We respect the rules because without rules, Brent, there are what? There's what? Chaos. Nailed it. There is chaos. So today's pick is Trevor's my QB, and that's at T-I-I Dankfield, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Little 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 plan words there. So it's a little plan words. Um, a little, little about the bio, real quick. He says that this is a Frank Gore Stan account, which is funny. By the way, we respect Frank Gore here in Jacksonville for yeah. absolutely for getting you Trevor Lawrence. You got to give everybody the background. Not everybody's going to get that Frank Gore one. Oh yeah. So without Frank Gore, you don't get Trevor Lawrence. No, Frank so Gore delivered. S- Frank Gore delivered. I think uh, who was the other one? Marcus May, right? Also delivered. I think so. Yeah. 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 This big uh, reflection down the field. I think we should assign Marcus May and they put beat him in the, the It was the Rams, right? They beat uh, that one was yeah, they beat the didn't they beat the Browns and the Rams like back to back week, like I think. Yeah, they almost yeah. beat the Raiders. Remember they lost they looked That's like they were right. tanking against the Raiders. Yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. But then yep. they beat the Rams, yeah. Inexplicably. Uh, and, and fun fact, this guy is hashtag go gators and hashtag Duval till we die. Aren't we all yes, we here are. in Jacksonville? So with that being said. You know what time it is. Let's get into Shock Your Mock. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and chagrined. Mortified and stupefied. So you tried to play GM and you started a mock. So I go to my boy, Money Martin, no, we popping the truck. We sell the mother. Gonna suck your mop. 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 You know, it's amazing. Every time I hear that song, I take a drink of water. I'm like Pavlov's dog right now because, like, my voice is, like, a little scratchy. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I, I, I was really it. belting it out. So, like, for whatever reason, I got to take a sip of water every time that song plays. Nevertheless, it's that time again. Um, let's get into it. A lot of breakdown here. Come on, Trevor is oh, my we have, a, we have a whole heap of new names oh. here. And let me go ahead and refresh this uh, internet thing because, you know, sometimes it gets a little glitchy here. Uh, that's what's going on right now. Please bear with me. Boom, there it is, 1080p. Just what I'm talking about. Pick number one, we got Aiden Hutchinson. You know what it is, right? This seems to be the the unanimous, if you will, uh, top pick overall, unless someone wants to trade like 25 guys uh, to the New York Giants or the New York Jets, and then it's different. But Aiden Hutchinson is the guy we've been seeing the most. Like I said, it makes sense. He's got the eye black going, blue collar, going to help out Josh Allen. Um, maybe not the most intriguing prospect for Brent Martineau here because, like you said, you'd be more excited if you got Trevon Walker, correct? Oh, I don't want to misquote I'd you I'd be here. fine with Hutchinson. But it's, you know, I mean, it's it's still like ice cream. It might be vanilla ice cream, but it's still ice cream. Absolutely. Like, you're still excited about it. Yeah, put a right? whipped cream on that. And yeah, good. like if you get like Evan Neal, it's more like Brussels sprouts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, I actually like Brussels sprouts too, but it's a bad aftertaste. Hey, well then what don't you like? Lima beans? Well, give me something. Oysters, uh, sardines, chocolate. But you know, for the sake of the argument, though, <laughs> and, and now this is supposed to be a really fast gig, and now we're, we're, we're sidetracked because I'm trying to figure out what you don't like. That's kind of common. Guess what? People love chocolate, so give me something else. Uh, Carrots or something. I don't know, man. I like a lot. I like everything. But uh, you don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate. Okay, hot, spicy stuff, maybe. Nah, I like that. Okay, well, you've been a lot of help, man. Thank you very much. We're going to come back to that tomorrow. I used to eat liver and onions 
when I was a kid. I like liver and onions. And uh, then I tried it when I was an adult, and it wasn't so good. Okay, cool. So, liver uh, and onions. So, Evan Neal's going to be like the liver and onions. Aiden Hutchinson might be vanilla ice cream or chocolate ice cream, but you know what? Still ice cream. Uh, still going to hit that sweet tooth. So, I like uh, pick number one, uh, and so does Chris Collins. Uh, Chris Collinsworth? Yeah. Uh, with the, the A+. Plus a+. Plus. Pick number one. Pick number two. We go off the rails very quick. I feel like we should play like Jack Johnson music under this just for George Pickens. Pickens at pick number 33. Hey, I'm George Pickens. Come on down to George Pickens Chevrolet. We can, we can have the pick of the litter in terms of cars. That's George Pickens Chevrolet. Hey, come on down to George Pickens Grocery. The only fresher things in our produce are our prices. You know, sounds like a grocery store too. That's good. Um, hey, have you have you felt extremely uncool by drinking a bunch of Bud Light seltzers? Well, you may be entitled to compensation. George Pickens Law Associates. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, those sound better than George Pickens at 33 playing wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jets? It actually does sound better. Does it sound better? Like, Rolls off the tongue. I feel like George like owns some small town like. Ro- Rolls off West the of Jacksonville. I'm telling you right now, if the Jacksonville Jaguars select George Pickens at number 33, and this is based off name alone and not skill or anything like that, just based off name alone, I predict, and you can pick this to the bank, he's going to wear like number 76 or 73, I think. Swagless, right? Something absolutely swagless. Get to go up that day. <laughs> Coming from a guy who was 73 with the Chicago Bears. Trust me when I say it's swagless. <laughs> you ever see defensive line? You ever see an outside linebacker in a 3-4 defense rocking 73? No, never. Well, I was, all right? That's I was. Awful. And, and I tried, man. I couldn't make it work. But, okay, Chris George Collinsworth Pickens. didn't like it either. No, Give it a D. It's a D, obviously. And Chris Collinsworth, once again, right on the money. Oh, George, he could, ha- he could own all of Orangedale down there. <laughs> State Route 13 in Listen, St. John's County. N- name aside, talk about George Pickens here. Um, 6'3", 200 pounds, ran a 4'4'7". He is blazing. Uh, he, he has 32 and 3 ace arms because, you know, once again, it's Trent Bulk. you got to mention that a little bit. Um, but not an MCL, not a meniscus, coming off of an ACL. Hit the red button. That's a Trent Bulk. You blue light special where he come from. I wonder if Ethan Waugh believes in that. <laughs> uh, listen, the Jaguars needed a dependable receiver. This is definitely a risk-it-for-the-biscuit type of move right here. He does need to uh, polish his running of the routes. He is a red zone target, um, and he also has a tough time against route bullies. I don't know what route bullies are. I assume it's just he has a hard time against physical corners. Physical. Why, not, why not just say physical corners? I would say this. Of all the olds, yes. Route bully kind of sounds cool. Oh, you like that? It does sound oh, pretty you, good. Oh, you, you like route bullies? Route bully's pretty good. Why like, do you just say physical Ramsey, corner? If Jalen Ramsey had coined in, like, working against uh, Steve Smith, right? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, I'm a Steve Smith route bully. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. Casey, you four? Okay, like so we're all, we're all in agreement like, here. Route bully's, route bully's cool. Good, it depends on how you use it, for I'm sure. going to try to get Tyson Campbell to use it. Okay. All right, well, Casey, hit a button because we're going to allow route bully for the sake of shock and mock. We we are route with wow. <laughs> Wilson. So we are route bully friendly here on Shock Your Mock. Breaking news, Brent put it on Twitter. Okay, uh, pick number sixty five. Hey, let's get another draft need. Uh, you know, a linebacker is a position of need. I, I said it before uh, a couple segments ago. Troy Anderson of Montana State. Now you think Gene of my alert. It's, not, it's a Gene Smith alert. I'm sure this guy is a fantastic snowboarder slash skier because there's great skiing in Montana. Standing, that's Bozeman, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, Bozeman, um, there once. Beautiful little airport. Yeah, I was actually getting recruited by them for basketball. Wait, really? Not football though. So I say what you want about their program, right? Yeah. Anyways, well, yeah, I could have played both maybe. It may, I'm, I'm sure could have played basketball more state. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I could have walked on. Be easy now. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Troy Anderson, 6'4", 235, big body linebacker, middle linebacker, by the way, not outside linebacker, ran a 4-4-1 pretty fast. Not quite fast enough for the button, but fast nonetheless. Uh, guy had 150 tackles last season, seven passes, defended two sacks, and we talked about this dude before. He played quarterback. He played running back. He was the punter for a little bit Whoa. and also linebacker. So this guy is the jack-of-all-trades, almost like a Captain America type, right? Like this is the guy that you can take home to your family and you can introduce him, and, and I'm sure your dad would, would have a catch with him in the backyard if that's what happens when, <laughs> when you take a guy home. Probably not. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's 10. I don't know why I just said that. But long story short, yeah, there's a lot to like about this guy versatility obviously athleticism off the charts but you're running the risk because he's coming up now to a, a bigger brand of football in the national football league and at pick 65 that pick's got to come in day one and compete for a starting job and i'm not sure if he's quite on that level day one maybe he can grow into that but maybe shaq quarterman beats him out in training camp so what does that pick really mean then mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know about a waste of a pick, but I see your curiosity well, in yeah, the Yeah, you know, and once again. I, I appreciate one thing about Trevor is my QB jumping in here because I haven't heard Troy Anderson mentioned yet. Oh, no, we, we mentioned him. We did? Yeah. Remember, Casey, Casey, we mentioned him a couple times. Did we? Yeah, okay. I, I guess I'm in my own little world. Yeah, we, we have. Do you know why we mentioned him before? Because now it's got to the point in Shock Your Mock where I make notes about these players, and then I copy and paste said <laughs> notes, and then I do it for today's Shock Your Mock. <laughs> yeah, you so, so, know. So, so Troy Anderson's <laughs> was pasted from like a couple days ago, and I repasted it Meanwhile, again. I'm yet to see a mock draft that we've shocked oh, without man. this guy. I can't yeah. wait for this. Casey is sweating bullets <laughs> back there. This is the first 48, and you know what? The the case is going cold. Casey. The scent has gone cold. I mean, Casey, have you called, like, the Memphis Journal-Constitution yet for more information on this guy? I'm going to have to. With I mean, that being said, round three, pick number 70, your favorite guy, everybody, guard out of Memphis, Tennessee, Dylan Parham. Let's go to the Dylan Parham fun fat Casey and the go. I can't stress this enough. Stop picking this guy. Now even Amanda's on it. She's texting me when the mock drafts pop up on the screen. They yes. say good Parham again. It's a again. family affair, Brett. It's a family affair in the Kurtz uh, house. I need a little work. So what do we got for us? Good here's news for you, uh, Amanda. We got you some cards to open. His so name starts with... Now you can do some work on Parham, please. His name starts with a D. Don't even say that. What do you got for us? No, I can tell you this isn't the fact. He's visited every team. So okay. I, in shock your mock in all 40, 30 NFL cities, yes. they have Parham. But <laughs> in the alternative universes. Here's, okay. here's what we know about Parham today. Uh, just an overall good dude. He's worried about food insecurity because he partnered with Six Star Pro Nutrition and their Feeding America campaign okay. in which if you buy the Six Star Protein Plus at Walmart, they will donate 10 meals to Feeding America or with Feeding okay. America. Okay, well, 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 Parham. We well, cool, that we mentioned yeah. a good cause. I mean, it sounds like him and uh, Shady Race could get endorsement going. Yeah, I mean, everybody. That's exactly that's what right. I was thinking. I like that. And the goal is obviously to raise one million meals. So um, what right. we know Isaac. today. By the way, great fun fact. We help out a cause. Too, Nicely well. done. Nice job. Nicely man. done. And all I'm asking if they pick Parham is can I please get a one-on-one -on -one interview? Because I got a lot to talk oh, about so with this guy. Hey, who are you? And what do you do? Just don't expect them to retweet it. No, absolutely, yeah, sorry, not. Casey. absolutely zero, not. Zero clout there, and, man. And Parham, by the way, is our guy with uh, uh, big bone but not a good frame. Exactly, right? They have to copy and paste that one, Brent, because I already knew about it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and and the, it's cool that he's uh, partnering with that, you know, that, I don't call it charity, that, that, that company, basically. Yep. Um, because they, they do rave he is a great guy. 
Like he, he's a great guy on it. Well, off the field, he's a great guy. On the field, he's an absolute animal. Hopefully, and, he's nasty. And, and an absolute road grader, Just if you will. Off button. But he's got zero problems. Um, yeah, he seems like a really great guy. Especially Memphis, Tennessee, where, hey, man, I mean, you can go out to the clubs there and barbecue and everything. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. And remember, he's, he's loyal, so definitely not that guy. And he's you loyal as well. Remember, because Brent, remember yesterday, I he's know. not following anybody on Instagram. Male. Male. I like that. All his teammates. Dominated. Cool. All right, let's get to the next pick. Nicely done, Casey. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. Maybe it's not him, but I bet it's going to be him. Please. Pick 106, round four. We're going to tight end. This is a new guy we haven't really seen before. It's actually a guy I've talked about before, though, on this show. And this is Jelani Woods, tight end out of Virginia. I remember watching this guy during the combine when Brent was uh, probably talking about golf. I had the, the combine on uh, my screen here, and I said, like, hey, this tight end looks pretty big, and he looks great. And that was Jelani Woods. So Jelani Woods out of Virginia. He is six foot seven, 259 pounds. Decent size, decent size. Mm. Ran a 4.61. Not mad at that, not mad at that. Um, he has to work on his hands, though. Has a little bit of a, a case of the stone hands every once in a while. A tight end with stone hands. Gonna fit right in here in Jacksonville, <laughs> right? Just just how we like him here in Jacksonville. Just how we like him That's in Jacksonville. That's admirable trait for a tight end. Yeah, just, just how we like him in Jacksonville, yeah. Uh, so, he so does, he's a tackle, actually. So he does have, well, yeah, undersized tackle. Uh, he does have stone hands, as it says, and he's got a slender frame, which... I mean, I don't know. I guess everybody does these days. Yeah, at six seven two fifty nine, I think you're big enough. Yeah. Right. Well, two six seven. That's tall, man. Yeah, but two sixty. That's big enough for what are you trying to do? Run. Yeah, I mean, you're like, a tight end. I'm two forty five. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll put some sleep. Don't right right go up yeah. and down. And yeah. Say, yeah, that's fair. But he, but here's the key. Here's why I think this guy's going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar in the future. Get a button ready. This guy has thirty four inch arms, Brent. Thirty four inch arms. Wingspan. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I think I had like 33 and a half. Yeah, I think I had 33 and a half. Was that a good thing? I don't know. No, no, that was a great thing. No, it's good. just, it throws me for a little bit time I hear it. Uh, he's got slender legs. Uh, basically, this guy's, according to scouts, once again, I haven't like seen a lot of pictures of him, but according to scouts, he's got slender legs, slender arms. He is Slender Man. We'll call him Slender Man. You know what Slender Man is? <laughs> that, that Wisconsin urban legend? Google him sometimes. He's a really? scary dude. Yeah, he, he lives in the, the woods of Wisconsin. Not right. on the work computer, though. You can go on the work computer with this one, can't you? Slender man. He, he's is not he a serial killer. Because a, a lot of serial killers come from Wisconsin. Um. Well, he could be considered one, yeah. And but he, he wears a suit. He's, he's like a, a classy serial killer. Check him out. You, you can look him up. He's not an OnlyFans case. It's not like there's a Slender Man in OnlyFans. Okay, it's fine. Right. You can look him up on the work computer, Brent. Trust me on that. All right. Okay. Next pick. Oh man. <clears throat> he's number zero. Did we know that? Oh, Jelani Woods. Yeah. Oh yeah. My bad. I did have it written down. Yeah, he's number zero, by the way. Which, if you're good, swag. That's cool. If you're not that good, not good, I think he was good in Virginia. He wasn't really called upon that much because it's you know Virginia in terms of their offense. But um, yeah, he was number zero in, in, in college. Whose offense is worse to watch on the campus of the University of Virginia? The basketball team or football? <laughs> who's 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 more disciplined? <laughs> Yeah. How many times you got to watch a Virginia game in here? Yeah, they're really disciplined on that court. <laughs> Super disciplined. Yeah, we get it. They're boring. Yeah. I, I watch Wisconsin basketball with a passion. I know what boring looks like. <laughs> All right, next pick. Bo Melton coming at pick 157, round five. Wide receiver. Um, <clears throat> Rutgers. Wide receiver out of Rutgers. Now, when you think of Rutgers, do you think football powerhouse any time in the past 10 years? Brent, no, honestly, better. Yeah, there's, there's, there's been better. Okay, so this guy's a wide receiver, 5'11", 189. Ran a 4'3", 4'. I like that. Ooh. Speed. Okay. Nice. I <laughs> am. Well, we've said a bunch of, speed. like, 
Never mind. We, Casey, we, we have a Donald Parham, who is this guy, fun fact, coming up with you right now. Lance Zerline compared Bo Melton. His NFL comparison is Griff Whalen. Now, I thought Griff Whalen was a country music singer. Who is Griff Whalen? Yeah, I've, I remember. He's Colts, right? Uh, is he really? Casey, if you just said he's a Colt and he's actually a Colt. He was, I mean. Hang on one second. Brent, you Googling this dude? No. Oh, okay. I was actually Brent, trying to find the thing. best uh, player out of, NFL player out of Rutgers. Um, yeah, have fun with that. Casey. Devin McCourty. He was an Indianapolis Colt from 2015 2015. Wait, 2012, 2015. Three years in Indianapolis. Yeah, wide receiver, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I don't think this Oh, really? His name's Griffin, I mean, or something. <laughs> hey, I knew he played for the Colts. I honestly really, knew who he was, okay? Really breaking the mold on that one. Uh, unless it was Fred McGriff, I think we're all good. Uh, played for the Miami Dolphins, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Raiders, and the Stamp Calgary Stampeders. Keep in mind, he played for all these teams in a span of two years, so... There you go. That's so, the same power with Colts, though, you know? I mean, what is Lance doing with the... Why can't... Who is Griff Whalen? I mean, Casey knows him, which is Can we a get Lance creepy. on the line? A little creepy, actually. Hey. That you know who Griff Whalen is. But, yeah, that's uh, Bo Melton's comparison. He had 55 receptions, 618 yards receiving, and three touchdowns last year at Rutgers. Rutgers. I said Rutgers. 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 Yeah, there we go. Okay, next pick. Now we're going to halfbacks, right? We're going to running backs. Um, yeah, you probably need one, and I get that. So I'm not necessarily the most disappointed in this one. Uh, you're going, sorry, way off. Safety at pick 180. Percy Butler, Louisiana. We had this dude yesterday. Six feet tall, 194, ran a 4-3-6. This is the guy that's all feast or famine, Brent. He's all in. Either he's going to get the tackle or he's going to miss in a glorious lowering of the head, bad tackling form, get hurdled, uh, and probably be on the not-so-top 10 on Sports Center the next day. So that's what you got here with Percy Butler. But keep in mind, this guy could be a special team stud. He has the speed. He has the intensity. He likes the game of football. Take that for how you want. I do like the name Percy. Yeah? I also like this name, Zaquandre White. Zaquandre White. Now, this dude is an interesting cat out of South Carolina. Um... Once again, you're going to bring him in for depth purposes. He actually was, Casey may know this dude. Well, you're not really a Florida State fan. Well, you kind of are, but you know Florida State football. Mm -hmm. He was a linebacker at Florida State, and then he transferred to South Carolina, and they put him at halfback. Wow. So he's got that, you know, he's got that linebacker mentality with that halfback yeah. frame. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, take it for what you want. He's six feet tall, 206 pounds, big dude. Mm -hmm. um, size and explosiveness is what he's known for. Size and explosiveness. Take that for how you want. Uh, the 40-yard dash, I didn't have because I guess he didn't run it at the combine, and I couldn't find the pro day. But overall, six round depth purposes, not too mad at it. I've so, actually been to a South Carolina pro day before when Jadavion Clowney was coming out. Oh, nice. How so, was that? So linebacker depth, though, with this guy? Like depth on both sides of the ball? Or? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you could definitely take that. I mean, him and Troy Anderson in terms of say, depth. Uh, yeah, Troy Anderson can play running Jack. back. Yo, that'd be nuts. Yeah, put Trey Anderson at running back and then put this dude at, at, at a linebacker. This is the opposite of Miles Jack, actually. It Miles is opposite, could run, yeah. but he played linebacker primarily. This yeah. guy can play linebacker, but yep. he plays running back primarily. Exactly. Yeah. If he's, if he's on second contract, I might be mad at it. Plus from six, six, six round. Yeah. Um, he really likes him. All right, pick 197, sixth round. You know, we're kind of getting to the bottom of the barrel. We're, we're getting to that Keystone Light type of beer, but it's all right, man. There's still some picks here. Uh, pick 197, Marquan McCall, Kentucky defensive tackle. Oh, finally. It took us what? 
197 picks to get to maybe a draft need alert? Don't hit the button, Casey, because it's way too past the point of even caring anymore. But Marquand McCall, 6'3", 340, big bruiser inside. You know what it is, Brent? Space eater. Space eater. Clogger. Um, anything else to add? Sand you want to add? Pants. Sand in his pants. Anything Eats else? Travel. Eats, that- uh, well, that's more of like an offensive lineman thing because they're nasty. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Thick. Thick. Yeah. Thick. Thicker than a snicker. Are we doing that again? <laughs> Hopefully not. Are we going to say thicker than a snicker? Yeah, well, he's done it, didn't we? All right. So, yeah. So, th- this guy is your prototypical nose tackle, right, in a 3-4 defense uh, or in a 4-3 defense. I-, I mean, I guess it's for depth purposes. I'm not mad at it. Okay. So, you adjust your interior defensive line. You got a space eater. So, hopefully, this next pick now, defensive line, is going to adjust maybe more of the pass rushing situation. Let's go to that pick right now. Pick 198. So, you go to 197. And now, we have 198. And what do you do? Yeah, you, you got a space eater, and you said, you know what? I want to win the NFL hot dog eating contest. Because now, because now you got pick 198, you got Noah Ellis out of Idaho. Defensive line, interior. And if you've been listening to the show whatsoever, you know that Noah Ellis is 300 and like, they say 45 pounds, 360 pounds probably, 360 pounds. And what did he run the 40 in Brent? 566. 566. Once again, space eater, right? Nose tackle, thicker than a snicker. All the adjectives. You've essentially just drafted an identical twin. Yeah. You just and adi- you just added to the buffet you drafted, at Jack's headquarters. You drafted the same guy. Yeah. And now Shad Khan is in shambles because not only is gas super pricey for his yacht, but now he just upgraded to the food expenses threefold. Threefold with these two guys. No more filet mignon. No more lobster tails. You guys are all getting just Salisbury steaks. Hope you guys like them. The whole team's getting Salisbury steak. Which is a bit underrated, actually, but I Brent, get the point. In, in the grand scheme of things, though, yeah, come right. on now. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Do, do, do you want that nice filet mignon? It's hot dogs and Salisbury do you, steaks. Do you, do you want that filet migan, or do you want the, you know what I'm saying? Do you want Salisbury steak? Yeah, I'll you want the, the Yep, you want that filet migan. So, no, no more f- f- uh, filet migans because you got two of the same guy. Uh, tackle, Patrick Paul, pick 222, trying to make a team right now, depth purposes. Um, What's his name, Patrick or Paul? <laughs> Patrick Paul, two first names, don't like that, I was an f- offensive lineman. Uh, this guy's got decent size, six foot seven, three fifteen. A scout might have called him soft. That's all I need to hear. Neck, yeah. Scout Whoa. called him soft. Those are fighting words. Scout, football, scout called him, especially an offensive lineman. He definitely I, does not eat gravel. Those man. are fighting yeah. words. Yeah. One would maybe say finesse, if I, I guess. Listen, if I was Patrick soft. Paul, and I, I'd go find that scout. Well, that scout is going to be located on <laughs> NFLDraftBuzz.com. All right. So I'm not there sure who Patrick wrote Paul, the, Look him up. Not sure who I'm stitching out here, aren't I? Yeah. Well, there you go. And then last but not least, pick 235 of this abysmal draft that's lost you money in terms of the – you lost a lot of stuff here. Uh, Nate Landman. What? Nate Landman? Landman? Landman. Landman? Yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a character from Mega Man. You know what I'm saying? It's Landman. You know, in case you know what I'm talking about, Brent, you know Mega Man. I don't know. It's old, you know Mega yeah, Man. Yeah, Landman. Landman. So, uh, Nate Landman, real quick, um, linebacker. Well, what does it say he is here? Yeah, linebacker. linebacker. Thank you. Okay. Inside Land loves Landman, by the yeah. way. He says, go buffs. Landman's an old school tackling machine. Landman, a better version of Scooby Wright. Oh, yeah, for real? Because guess what? He ran a 486. So, how good is he? 
He was slower than me, and I was 270 pounds of the combine. The guy ran a 4.86. And I had the footage right here. Brent, break this down real quick. I brought this up just for you. This is, a, this is your middle linebacker now for the Jacksonville Jaguars running a 40-yard dash. Let's go. What, what do we got for this guy? Uh, All right. One. Oof. Oof. Two. Oof. Oh, he is laboring. Oof. He's laboring. He pulled a hammy there at the 25. Oh, I hope he did. I hope he, oh, <laughs> Actually, he, he did. He pulled a hammy. <laughs> no, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're not ex- excited no. about the hammy, but no, he had no, no. I mean, That was a smart move by him. Okay. He saw the clock Here's the thing. pull, yep. then he grabbed the hamstring. And this was my point, Brent. This is my point. He, he thought, he told all his friends, he went on Twitter, checked his Twitter, he's like, hey, 4-6 at the combine. Check this out. And he started running it, and immediately he knew, okay, maybe I ate something bad. <laughs> maybe it was, it was too much of the shrimp and the cocktail sauce in Indianapolis, but this 4-6 ain't happening. Might be a 4-7. Nope. I still feel slow. It's going to be a 4-8. And then he went to the hamstring pull to say, hey, I, I have a veteran mood. Nope, that's a veteran mood. But, but he actually ran a 4-8. So it is what it is. That's your linebacker. I hope you guys enjoy him. There's an eight landman to wrap up this draft. Uh, thank you very much. disaster. Uh, Trevor <laughs> yeah. is my QB. Yeah. And uh, he said he had Achilles tear in 2020 against Utah. Oh, my bad. Trent Bulky alert. That's a draft need alert, too. <laughs> That's a, when the scout is right. <laughs> yep. But uh, right. there you go. Old ma- old school tackling machine. If he can get to the yeah, guy well, 4.85. And he's, and he's got old school speed, too. Even even Dick Buckus watched that video. He was like, dang. <laughs> dang, this guy's slow. Even even Ray Nitschke was like, oh, for real? <laughs> For real? That, that's how they're doing it now at the combine? Uh, he's the tackling dummy supreme. Because <laughs> the dummy ain't moving. The dummy ain't moving, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we'll be back. That shock your mock. One week away from the NFL draft. Only a few more of these are left. And Austin's got plenty to get to. Whew. And we Boy, know just we, a, we, we really feel like we know about 20 of the prospects very well. Oh, yeah. Very well. Like, I mean, if ESPN wants to give us a call at the, the mothership yeah. and have us go on to talk about these prospects, <laughs> yeah, Brent, we are ready. Like, I feel Sand really good pants. about it. Yeah. Like, somebody, like in Houston, if you pick up one of these guys, like, if you get Parham, man, just give us a call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, George, oh, George Pickens, <laughs> yeah. we got you. We got you coming. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. And I'm willing to say this. If he continues to play this way, the way that he has looked in games one and two of this series, I can never talk about him being the best player in the world again. This is some alarming stuff that we are witnessing. We are watching a Boston Celtics team get all up in them. I don't want to hear about the blitzing. I don't want to hear about the double teaming. I don't want to hear about any of this other stuff. That's Steve A. Smith. Some good games last night again. Well, maybe not Were if you're a Milwaukee fan. Hey, Chris Middleton, do you need my ankle? I can give it to you right now, man. Brent, start getting some big injuries s- now. Start the operation. Oh, I'm sorry, not the ankle, the MCL. I will sacrifice my MCL right now for Chris Middleton. Would you really? No. <laughs> no. No. I still, won I still need my. Oh, no, but they still have Giannis, so I'm, I'm confident in Giannis. Um, <laughs> well, where to call my bluff, though? Hey, uh, Kevin Durant, the story mm. of. Just yeah. not good play. It's wild. Like, and it's really interesting to me because I'm hearing this talk and talking to Celtics are like in his shorts, man, yep. and and they are playing him physical. And there's a lot of talk about that. And he's turning the ball over, and they can't shoot it, and he's just not clutch. And you know, we're just two or three years removed from him being the best player on the planet. 
in that argument. You know, is LeBron still the best guy? Is Steph Curry getting into that stratosphere? Is Kawhi that guy? Now, Kawhi's kind of taking a little bit of a see-you-later stretch, too. But Kevin Durant now, it's almost like in this series, in the first two games, is he a liability? It's it's very weird to watch because, like, I'm still reminded of Kevin Durant of last year, you know, like in the second round of the NBA playoffs where, you know, I mean, he's, he should have beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, his foot was on the line, and, you know, I get it, it was a two-pointer, but, like, he single-handedly took over that game. And, like, we were all like, oh, yeah, Giannis, Giannis. No, that series was Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant put the team on his back and said, we're going to the finals, watch me. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't do it. So, like, that's still fresh in my mind. And it's so fresh in my mind where it's like, okay, well, he's healthy. Like, we don't want anything with injuries. So what are we seeing out there against the Boston Celtics? And, and what you're seeing is a guy who at times looks like he just can't handle the physicality, mm-hmm. uh, who just looks like he's a, a shell of himself when the pressure's on. And, yeah, I get it. The Celtics are a great defensive team. Like you said, they, they, they get up close and then in your face and all that stuff. But you're Kevin Durant. I mean, you, you've time and time again been put in the top five NBA players right now. And he's not playing like he's not even playing like a top ten NBA player right now. Kevin Durant, from a physical standpoint, never going to win the day. So being physical with him is is probably the right move. I mean, he's he's a beanpole compared sure. to some of the specimens in the NBA. That's not like his strength. But they are really and now you got to buy into being physical with a guy like this for forty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. But they certainly have that mentality and they see it. You know, it's like blood in the water a little bit, right? They see it's working. And so now you're inspired to do it more and more, and can they keep it up? And I would say, yeah, it looks like they're going to be able to keep it up. Uh, That was a big-time win for the Celtics last night, especially when they were down by double digits in that game. And really, they might have sent a message in that fourth quarter more than anything Mm -hmm. to Durant. And now is he going to – does he come out of it or is he in his head? Is it going fast for Durant at age 33? Is it possible? That's what I I always wonder about the athlete that's getting toward the mid-30s. It can go really quick. I'm not saying he's terrible, but can he still do it at that level? It's one of the, the, the things that I think LeBron doesn't get credit for, right? I mean, he's, what, 37 years old or something, 38 years old, still still getting after it the way he does. That doesn't mean everybody can do it now. There's That's a lot of basketball on Kevin Durant, and he just doesn't have it right now. The other thing I think to be careful about, and I said this about Trey Young, just because Trey Young's not doing it right now, do we take him out of the conversation of potential superstar because he doesn't do it for like a week or two? Mm-hmm. And we have to be a little careful of that probably with Durant too. I mean, you, you do a little bit, but like, see, there, there are different points in their career. Like, well, that's true. Trey Young's still still learning this whole game, right? He's still learning the process and all that great stuff. Fine. Kevin Durant has won a championship. Kevin Durant has been in this league for a while now, and to go four of seventeen, you know, and I mean, I get he 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 was, he was facilitating, and because they were they were double teaming him, it seemed like, and yeah, twenty seven points does look good in the in, in the box score, but if you watch the game, it, it was not good at all, and he got zero from Kyrie Irving either. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, is horrible. Kyrie yeah. had ten points. He went yeah. four thirteen. Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry, one assist. That's a point guard. Well, you gotta take him out. I think the bigger well, thing for Durant yeah. is like you can't even like, dribble with that defense. Like he's a yeah. turnover machine. But, yeah, no, and I agree, Brad. He looks like but, me playing in an ABA game with the Jacksonville Giants. <laughs> like, who's still double-team me? But that's the thing, though. If you are going to have the double-team, someone's going to be open. And you have Kyrie Irving. So, like, okay, double-team all you want. But then that's where Kyrie's got to take over, and he couldn't. Like, we saw it game one, right? The, the game one, we saw the plan. And I guess you see the, the plan the whole series is to shut down Kevin Durant and challenge Kyrie Irving. Game one, Kyrie Irving was challenged, and he rose to the occasion, giving middle fingers and everything, uh, had a heck of a game. 
this game, they did the exact same thing. They doubled Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving couldn't step up this game. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's just... We'll see what yeah. happens. Listen, series can still change, right? I mean, sure. it's too low. I mean, Philadelphia, obviously, Embiid gets done. Before I get to Embiid real quick, I, I thought about this with the Celtics last night. because I, I grew up a big Celtics fan, but admittedly, I'm not like... I don't lock into the Celtics. Um, really a Jason Tatum the denier, if I you am, will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I don't not... I mean, Jason Tatum's good, but I don't watch NBA like that. So, yeah. I used to watch it every night. And... But I will say this about the Celtics. Man, they change from... From the Danny Ainge led days to now the Brad Stevens transition, Brad Stevens transition, Celtics really are a good organization. Do you know who they are? Like they have found how to build it. You know, they're the Pittsburgh Steelers of the NBA. I think that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, very solid. Like even it might not always be at the top, right? But always competitive. And when they come back down, they don't sit down for 15 years, 12 years, eight no. years, six years. They get right back up. And by the way, they do it in a very unsexy way. To your point about Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah, there's not a lot of free agent signings. You know, it's just built through within the draft and yeah. everything, and then good coaching. You know, like because it's like the Lakers get so much more attention. Like when I was growing up, it was the Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers. You got two huge markets. Yeah, but the Lakers get so much more attention. Like the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They're they're more in the headlines. They always have been. Even more, even then, even as good as the Celtics were, it was still more about like it felt at least like the Lakers losing. Like Magic Johnson and those guys losing rather than maybe even the Celtics and Bird beating them. Um, And so I still think now, like, the Lakers are an organization that felt like it dipped for quite a bit. But if you look at their long run from the Magic days to then transitioning to Kobe to to everybody they've had, they haven't really had many droughts either. They just feel like they're at least uh, more in the headlines than the Celtics who have been consistently good uh, solid at, at the least. Yeah. You don't really get a lot of love well, for it. And it's not a bad call. And I'm not sure if that has to do with, like, for instance, like, look at the Atlanta Hawks. Now, they haven't really been that dependable of a team for how long? I remember I remember when uh, the Super Bowl a couple years ago for the, um, you know, just for, like, the, the media night. Remember yeah. we were in the, oh, yeah. the, the, the Hawks or whatever the, the Hawks. Well, I forgot what it's called. Even. And what is the Hawks thing? Whatever it's called. I know. We're there some, for the media. S- some center. But I remember I looked up and the, and the Raptors were like, who are these people? You know, that, that they're hanging up yeah. in terms of yeah. the players. Yeah. It was Other a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> I'm like, I see Dominique. Who else are these people? You know, just making a joke. But then it made you think about, like, yeah, they haven't really had a lot of success um, the past couple of years. Enter Trey Young, and he turns the whole thing around. Yeah, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, like, you know, Atlanta could be a, maybe a cool team to root for. You look at Boston, who has had success, but you look at their players. Like, and even a guy like Jason Tatum. When we had that conversation that one day, of, is he top five or whatever, is he, is he a superstar? I mean, there were arguments that he really wasn't a superstar because he's not that well-known. Right now, people in Boston obviously know who Jason Tatum yeah. is. But, like, on a global scale, no, it's Trey Young. It's Luka. And I, I, I agree with you. Like, it wasn't necessarily Jason Tatum. No, he's a hell of a player. But for whatever reason, like, their style of play and how they do it, it's not conducive to just one player. Like, yeah, Jason Tatum has become that player, but they have Marcus Smart. You know, they have Al Horford. Like, everyone's contributing, and that's how you want to, you know, a, a basketball game when everyone contributes. These teams are a little. It feels like, yeah, they have Paul Pierce, mm-hmm. they had Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. they have Tatum, yeah. right? They have a Marcus Smart, but it doesn't feel like those. Even their singular stars are on the pedestal of like where Bird was, sure. or where now the LeBrons are, or uh, John Morant is or a Trey Young, those guys. Uh, so 
it's done in a little bit different way. And I, th- I think your Pittsburgh comp is really, really strong because they just know how to win and at least be re- uh, relevant and competitive no yeah. matter what the makeup of their team is. And they don't always do it the same way. Some days they'll Sometimes they'll win with really good shooting and 50-point nights from Tatum. Yep. And then other series like this, they'll just lock you down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty fascinating. All right, as for Embiid, a uh, big moment for him. Absolutely. That series now over. Yeah, yeah. That was a I great time. So. How often do you come out? I, oh, we were watching that game, and I was like, how often do you say that was a great timeout? No, it was fantastic. It was an unbelievable timeout. Well but the game yeah. was over. Yeah, and it was good to see him get some redemption to an Embiid because, you know, he missed the first one. So yeah, it was yeah. good to see. But, uh, yeah, Drake and Shambles, you like to see it. <laughs> Yeah, I saw the exchange going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, was that was there some venom in that from Embiid? I was having a hard time interpreting it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it's all in good fun. You know, I yeah. mean, Drake likes to get in your ear a little bit and, and, and talk his talk, and I think Embiid's the guy that's going to entertain that. Did Embiid need a moment like that? I mean, does it put him on a different level? Right. I mean, we've been talking about him all years in the MVP mix. Yeah. Uh, did he, he won the scoring champ, right? I know it was close. I think, did he end up winning it? I think he did, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, um, he was averaging over 30 a game. Did he need a moment like that? See, I don't think he, he needed the moment because, like, he, he has been the heart and soul of that team all year. Yeah. And, and like, he is on another echelon now. Um, he did, yeah. You know, he, he did trust the process and it paid, it paid <laughs> off finally, you know. But, um, I just think that team needed that moment just for overall their chemistry because there was a lot of question marks about the Celtics coming into the series of how good they're going to be because towards the end of the year, they were in shambles. You know, so when Embiid can take over and say, hey, give me the ball, hit the game winner, that does a lot from a confidence standpoint. I think. Yeah. I think he's a fun guy, by the way. He's a very interesting guy. Well, yeah. I, I think, well, I think I, he's interesting. I think he's the like, funniest guy. Like him and Giannis, I, I think like their accents like almost help their personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, know, yeah, it's, in our culture, in our world, and the way we absorb them. Yeah. Well, they try to be funny, and they are funny, and then, like, the ac- I think the accents help. They like, do. it's funny. It comes across funnier than oh, maybe well, it well, is. And these, they're these giants of life. Like, they're just not ordinary people. No, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean they really are. Like, yeah. they really are freaky. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. It. So, but they feel, like, mythical almost. Didn't Embiid date that one girl from the, the Disney Channel way, way back in the day? No, no, no. That was Drummond. Oh, yeah. That was, was Drummond and Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, thank you very much. Coos. Nailed it. Nicely done. Yeah. Did you just call you Coos? I'm sorry. My bad. Sorry, yep. Casey. <laughs> sorry. He had Philadelphia on his mind. Oh, yeah. Philadelphia. My bad, dude. Oh, Casey, my bad. Uh, we got to run football at five, but I do want to ask you guys about Jay Wright. Are you surprised about Jay Wright? And could he end up in the NBA? We'll ask a little bit of that. Then we get back football at Doc five. Doc my pay, Casey. One week. <laughs> <laughs> Go and dock it. My bad. Hey, there are worse things to be called than coos. And not many. Ugh, not many. That's embarrassing, my bad. We'll be back at 690.